Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Wrap yourself in a cozy blanket. It's time for a story. Today's story is My Dad and the Power of Imagination by William Stair. This is part one in a new story in the My Dad's Superhero series. So after listening to this episode, you'll definitely want to come back for episode two. This is a story about how a regular man, a husband and father, became a very special person with special abilities to help those in need. This is a story about my dad. Hi, my name is Desmond, Desmond William Coelho. You can call me Desi. My cousin Jack calls me Dizzy Bill, but I'm not sure how I feel about that. I live in a big house in Renton, Washington. When people ask me where I live and I say Washington, they always ask me if I know the president, and then I have to say, not that Washington. In my house are three other people, my mom, my dad, and my older and smarter, he thinks, brother, Armando. You might have met Armando in the past, and I want you to know right now that you cannot believe a single thing he says. I let Armando share a bedroom with me because I am kind, and otherwise he'd have to sleep in the jungle gym fort in the backyard. Oh, and there's my dog Trooper. Trooper is the only one who really understands me. I know this because when I do something wrong and Mom is upset with me, and Armando is telling me what I should have done, it is Trooper's head that is resting on my leg and his sad eyes that are looking into mine. The fact that he's hoping for a food treat is beside the point. Speaking of point, I'm getting away from the point of my story. Dad. I used to think of my dad as being like any other dad. He spends a lot of the day working, like cereal for breakfast, and almost any other time. Rides an electric bike that doesn't work in rain, and we live in the rainy Northwest. Loves to play frisbee, he calls it disc play. Has a giant beard and a bald head and is gentle and loving. Get the picture? So there didn't seem to be anything really different about my dad. That is, until one day... I was in the backyard, getting Trooper to fetch and return a ball. Our yard is long and narrow. We have a jungle gym fort with a slide, where Armando should be sleeping, a really giant cedar of Lebanon tree, some fruit trees, and way back in a corner, a shed that some other owner had used to raise rabbits. I tossed the ball to Trooper, just as a loud thump came from the rabbit shed. At first, I thought it was just a giant cone falling from the cedar. But then there were three more thumps, 
one after another. I walked to the shed and reached for the latch to the door. By then, my head was filled with horrible images. A headless horseman? Skeletons of bunnies past? Armando? All those things flashed through my head. But trusty Trooper was by my side, whining slightly with a drool-covered tennis ball in his mouth. He would protect me. I reached for the latch, but then the door flew open, and there was Dad in his pajamas. I jumped back. Dad jumped back. Trooper ran for the safety of his dugout under a backyard bush. All three of us let out little screams. During this moment of shock, I need to back up a moment. A few years ago, Grandpa Bill gave Dad a pair of superhero pajamas for Christmas. Occasionally, only at Halloween, really, Dad would actually wear them. Uh, don't tell Grandpa Bill that. Anyway, here was Dad, in his superhero pajamas, with a plastic picnic tablecloth tied around his neck. Was that supposed to be a cape? Dad? I wailed. What are you doing in the shed in your pajamas? Uh, I, uh, I'm looking for something, he replied. What? The shed is empty, I replied. No, it's not empty. It's full of possibilities, he said with a smile and a wink. Here, I'll show you. With that, he swung the door wide open so I could see inside. I expected to see plain plywood with empty shelves where the rabbit cages had once been. Yes, they were all there. But where the floor should have been was a big trap door, wide open, with a scary dark place below. Welcome to my castle of imagination, said Dad. What happened to the rabbit shed? I asked. He ignored my question. How you see something depends a lot on what you want to see, said Dad. I was sitting at my computer one day, working on another video game design. My dad's job is to design characters for video games. When I thought, these guys I'm designing can be anything I want them to be. Why can't I be like that? He paused, and his face got a faraway, dreamy look. At least the part that wasn't hidden by his huge beard. And? I asked. Oh, and then I decided I would be a superhero, fighting crime and having crazy, wild adventures. And my imagination was so strong that it happened. I am now a real superhero. Superheroes always have secret places where they rest, meet other superheroes, and hide their special equipment. For example, Superman has his Fortress of Solitude, Batman has his Bat Cave, and Chuck E. Cheese has his Ball Pit. Yeah, I began. But Chuck E. Cheese isn't a real person. He's a rat. Maybe so, but he still makes millions of dollars every year. All because of imagination. Dad grinned. Give it a try. Imagine something. I tilted my head and squinted at Dad. Really? If it's so easy, why doesn't everyone do it? 
everyone can, if they are just really willing to use their imaginations. But today, too many people depend on the stories of other people. Stories on TV, in movies, and video games, even the stories in books. They've lost the ability to really use their own imaginations. Yeah, but imagination can't change real things. Oh, no. The way he said that, I knew I was about to get a lesson. You know what a rocket ship is, right? Like the ones that take people and things to the International Space Station? Yeah. Well, do they grow on trees? No. Do we just find them lying around or dig them up out of the ground? No. Exactly. We build them. But only because thousands, even millions of people first imagined space travel and all the steps to make it possible. Why the first rockets were imagined by the Chinese more than 1,000 years ago. Thanks for the history lesson, Dad. But those people built what they imagined. Well, I've just removed that middle step between imagining and having. As he said this, Dad closed his eyes and smiled. Amazingly, before my eyes, he began floating up toward the beams above us. He slowly twisted onto his side and then gently landed on the floor, his head propped up by his arm. He opened his eyes. Nice, huh? I stood there with my mouth open, thinking. My dad had just floated in the air. We were inside of a little rabbit shed that somehow now has a trap door leading who knows where, and a dope like Chuck E. Cheese made millions of dollars each year? The world would never be the same for me. Dad sat up and frowned. What's that in your nose? I felt my nose. There's nothing there. Sure there is. He reached up for my nose. I thought he was going to pinch it and stepped back, but he was too fast for me. He did pinch my nose, but then something fell out of it. A gold coin, the chocolate ones that Grandpa Bill brings us, that Army and I love so much. Then another one dropped to the floor, followed by a flood of dozens. When they stopped, I reached down and picked one up. The gold paper peeled off just like always, and the chocolate inside was just as delicious as I remembered. I looked at Dad. He winked and said, Imagination. Okay, I said, with a mouthful of chocolate. I guess you really do have superpowers. But what have you done with them so far? Well, I'm still working on that. Give me a little while and I'll give you an answer. A good answer? Of course. We superheroes always have good answers. I walked away, amazed but also confused. The shed door slammed behind me. Imagination really is powerful stuff. Dad in the story is right. Imagination really is amazing. 
and it is the source of human inventions and creativity. And our imagination even helps us solve everyday problems. It's about much more than inventing rockets. It's also just about navigating our daily lives. Luckily for you, children are usually in much better touch with their imaginations than adults. In fact, a common piece of advice for adults who want to learn how to use their imagination better is to spend more time playing with kids. But if you want to try expanding your imagination, you might want to start with a simple meditation. Find a comfortable place to sit, far away from distractions, in a nice, quiet place if you can. Close your eyes and let your mind begin to wander. Sit with the quiet until thoughts and ideas start to form in your mind. It's best not to have a preconceived notion or a goal, an idea of how things are going to be in your head. It's better to just let thoughts come on their own. And if you find that you just fall asleep in the middle of your meditation, that's okay too. Dreams are also a wonderful place to exercise your imagination. Well, be sure to come back next week for the next part of this series. I can't wait to see what answer Dad comes up with for Desi. Thanks to William Stair for writing these stories for us. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.